0: Brought to you by Make Fun Network.
1: Welcome, everyone, to Make Fun Network Presents. This week, we're presenting Tertz, This Rules, This Sucks, on Thor, Love, and Thunder. This is a, well, this will be the new show presented to you from Make Fun Network called Make Fun Network Presents, and i am it's like circular talk is what I'm doing. I'm saying the same thing frontwards and backwards. Uh, but this is going to be a communal show with the hosts of Make Fun Network, uh, all the different shows. And just things that we want to do, just fun things. Like today, we're going to be doing a a, a on Thor: Love and Thunder. And joining me for this inaugural episode are there are the would you call yourselves gentlemen or uh, rascals from uh, Lost Legends: Tales of Thern?
2: I like Scallywag personally.
1: Okay, this is a Scallywag. So Scallywag, Logan's here. Logan, how are you?
2: I'm good. How you doing,
1: Matt? I'm doing great. Uh, it's it,
2: been a while.
1: It's it's been a real long while. <laughs> Some might say too long. Uh,
2: that's all right. You know, I I I bared the torch of Make Fun Network for a few months. I'm glad shows are coming back, though.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know, I I really got to hand it to you and 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 your your team over there to to carry carry the network while uh, just my chaos ensued on on everything in my end. But uh, like I said, we're getting back to it. I'm excited. Uh, who do, who have you brought with you today, Logan?
2: So, fellow member of the Dirty Water Boys, I have Alec Evers. Alec, hello. Hey,
0: hey that's me. We prefer to be called lovelies. <laughs> lovelies is what we are. <laughs> okay.
2: We're
1: the
0: lovelies of Lost Legends, Tales of Thern. Oh, fair. I, I won't uh, make that mistake again.
2: And then so we just have go Meatbags. Ooh, Meatbag works. Yeah, that is Ben, the DM of Lost Legends, Tales of Thern, who hello. also appeared on an episode of Top 5 of Death with me way back in the day. Way back in the day, yes.
1: Uh Ben, would you say that being a DM is the shortest way to pussy?
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spoken like a true ladies man.
3: Uh yeah. So, I, I would argue that being married is,
2: but <laughs> DM is up there, top three. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that old South Park episode with the underpants gnomes, where they're like, "Get underwear? Question mark Profit. Yours is like DM? Question mark Marriage, sex? Yeah, exactly.
1: That that's yeah, that checks out. Um, no, that's that's cool. I've always had a um, being. I've only played D and D once, and it was it was very fun. I did have a good time. I probably would have had a a better time with people who are a little bit more my type. However, I'm realizing that if they all acted the way I did, the game would be utterly pointless. Um so it's good to have people that actually know how to play and play s- fairly the correct way.
3: Sure. My uh, my wife is kind of this in the same boat. She's played a couple of times. I got her to play on my I turned 30 this year and I got her to play on my birthday. We did a Feast of Legends one shot. Uh, Feast of Legends being like the Wendy's fast food RPG and yeah. Uh, yeah it was really fun it was like just kind of whimsical and weird enough to keep everybody's attention but it's not like a very dense system you know
1: yeah that's I I mean I like a lot of rules um, just I think it's cool but yeah I totally understand it's hard to get people to to try something when it's like like my wife has a rule where if I can't explain to her how the game is played in 30 seconds she just won't play
2: <laughs> YouTube buddy. YouTube channels are great for that. There's always like a video of like here's how to play and it's like 45 seconds. It's like thank you.
1: Um uh, well, let me add an asterisk. If I can't explain it in 30 seconds and there's two rules, then she won't play.
3: Say <laughs> <laughs> on the plus side, speaking of uh Pussy, my uh, my wife has a advantage on her animal handling skill check. Wow. Okay. Wink wink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it, but yeah, I'm I'm real into it. I'm it's just
3: kidding, Lovey <laughs> kid. it, Solomar. It's because it's right? it's because
0: Ben's a beast. Oh, exactly. I'm sorry, I've never In had the sex. <laughs> exactly. so I, I don't, don't even know what sex
1: is. Right? Don't like what is this? Right? Don't don't let the the tattoos and the 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 metal band success fool you. I've <laughs> or the infant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I found that that was. Someone left it on my doorstep, and I took it in. Um, it was her, uh, my daughter and a cat, and we took them both in. Uh, yeah, so what have you boys been up to real quick? Uh, you guys had a, a, a live show. How'd that go?
2: I thought it went great. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, ben we had a, a fantastic cool tour. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, loads it was of fun. Very stressful, because a lot of the ticket sales uh, went on my shoulders to sell them, and then getting all the merch and all the, all the stuff organized was, was my end. So I definitely want to break before I do another one, but people have asked for a second one. So we might do that again at some point. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really
3: fun. I, I've had this idea for an adventure for a long time now, and it was fun actually being able to like, like, all right, this is happening, you know, um, essentially the, the whole session boils down
2: to goblin beauty pageant.
1: <laughs> uh, who doesn't love a goblin
2: beauty pageant? not know anyone i want to talk to that's fair yeah the uh, the episode will be in our regular feed at some point um it will be on our patreon feed much sooner than that so if you want to hit up the lost legends patreon to listen to the episode do it lost legends uh it's dot uh, patreon.com slash lost sleep lost sleep lost sleep because i used to do the sleep the light on show
1: so. is that is that ever coming hold on well actually You could do one-off of that show on the Make Fun Network Presents, just like I'm doing it with This Rules of (laughs) Science.
2: Yeah, I could, actually. I didn't think of that, but yeah, I totally could. Yeah, I think long-term, I don't think that show's coming back, unfortunately, but I could do a one-off here and there.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I wanted to be on that show, and I never got the opportunity, um, which I blame uh, Logan for. It's probably my fault, but it's definitely Logan's
3: fault. (laughs) Yep. We should go on there and uh, do an episode on Midnight Mass.
2: Yeah, we could do that. You were a so, big nerd
3: for that show. Dude, that was the best te- the the best television I watched in two thousand twenty one. So good. I've seen it like five
2: times all the way through.
0: I don't know what oh. that is. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was about to say same thing. I don't uh, think I've Mike, seen that.
2: Mike Flanagan show. Uh he did Doctor Sleep and uh House on the Haunted Hill. Hill on the Haunted House, whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh yeah he did. That. Hill house. Ha- 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 yeah. Thank you, Ben. Haunted of Hill House. Um he's kinda of like an up and coming horror director. And writer, and he did that show, and it's kind of about like religion and vampires, and
0: oh, it's the stuff. one with like the the young priest or dude or yeah. whatever. Yeah. The okay. Yeah, it was on like NBC or some TV show channel. Oh,
3: no, it was like, just a Netflix show. No, I that's think. a different one. Yeah, that's Netflix. Oh, yeah.
0: You're talking about the Young Pope. I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm pretty sure Kendra watched it and said she enjoyed it, and it's been on my list for a while.
1: No one watched the Young Pope on HBO.
0: No, um, I don't watch HBO watch for the it. most part.
1: We are, we are different. We are, all, we are very different groups of people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, together for one purpose.
1: I know. Uh, and that purpose, uh, great segue. Way to set up a segue there. Uh, and that purpose <laughs> is to talk about Thor, Love, and Thunder. So we're going to be doing a This Rules, This Sucks. For those who are unfamiliar with a, a Tertz, as we call it, uh, Tertz was a show that I used to host called This Rules, of Sucks. And it's essentially a hard stance only review of different things, many things. We do a lot of movies, we do TV shows, we do music. We used to do taste tests. Uh, we used to do dining experiences. We used to go out and do that. And uh, there's no the 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 slogan of the show is uh, no pussy footing around. This rules. This sucks. That's it. So we're going to be talking about that. This will be spoiler heavy. So if you haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder. You don't want it to be spoiled. Stop now. Go, go away. <laughs> yeah, go away. Go watch it. Then come back to us, and you can listen to our, our thoughts and our review of said movie. Um, so we're going to play this a little loose. No real structure. We're just going to kind of launch into it. Does anyone have something they have to get off their chest right at the top, and they can't go any further until this something gets addressed, good or bad?
2: Yeah, uh Natalie Portman's still a babe. Agreed.
0: <laughs> Shawing. Yeah, I will say Natalie Portman probably best part of the entire movie.
2: Um like- so my my lady friend uh hates Natalie Portman. Uh, Mainly, she's like, she's a bad actor, she says. I'm like, oh, goddamn, that's like my Hollywood crush is Nally Portman since, (laughs) like, Phantom Menace. I'm like, hell yeah. So, it's good to see her, like, still, like, probably the early 30s. I don't know how old she actually is. Early 30s, or late 30s, early 40s. Still looking good. Still can sling that meat, I bet. Jesus
0: Christ. (laughs) 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 She can definitely sling that hammer. Oh.
1: (laughs) You're lucky I don't have my soundboard set up. (laughs) The hammer is my penis. (laughs) <laughs> oh i get it now now i'm on board
3: uh, so like i i don't know it um so whether or not you like love or hate the prequels the star wars prequels like that doesn't change the fact that for a lot of people in my generation it's like a huge part of their childhood and so just like seeing her in this role and like like listening to interviews and stuff and like they had fun with it and she's like really proud of it like it makes me it makes me feel good to know that she feels good about this movie you know it's kind of like the same with like Ewan McGregor and like Hayden Christensen, where it's like it just makes me happy that those guys seem like they're doing so well. I feel like they deserve it, you know.
1: Uh, yeah, Hayden Christensen can go fuck his own ass. Uh, I thought he's. I cannot forgive him for his his uh, Anakin Skywalker. I can't stand it.
2: He you're going to get Ben going so hard here.
1: That's fine. I mean, if you want
2: to,
1: for for someone who portrayed an early darth vader he was way too whiny of uh he he played it too whiny to the chest i i mean whoever gave him that character
2: though bro that's like such the point of the character like
1: no right
3: he's not an early darth vader he's anakin skywalker you know like he's not meant to be an early darth he becomes darth vader he doesn't start off that way he's the angsty teenager that's has his head filled with all these delusions about being a chosen one and has all this pressure on his shoulders. And he doesn't know how to cope with it, you know?
1: Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to go... "Uh, uh, uh," To be a whiny brat about it.
2: He's told his entire childhood, you're the chosen one. Your father figured I was supposed to raise you and train you, died. So now you're stuck with me, Obi-Wan. I'm doing my best, damn it. But I I just got done training. And then now it's like, even Yoda's like, oh, this guy's going to be fucking baller, bro. And then, like, you finally get the chance to kind of show how awesome you are. You're a general in the Clone Wars. You've done amazing things. Oh, now you get to join the council, but Obi- or uh, Mace Windu's like, nah, you're not a master, though, bro. I haven't trusted you since day one. Of course you're going to be fucking moody and
0: whiny. I haven't trusted you since you were nine years old.
2: Yeah, like, exactly. his whole story is him thinking he's supposed to be great, but he can't live up to it. And then when he finally does, he's not good enough. You'd yep. be a whiny bitch, too.
1: You can still have a monochrome of fucking... Like, any type of agro-masculinity at all, instead of always coming across as, like, the kid behind the fry cooker. And it's just, like, does not translate well for me at all. You know who did a way better job of playing that angsty, I I am more than you think I am, was fucking Adam Driver in the newer ones. That was a lot more believable, and that character was way better at playing the conflicted, power-hungry Person, like I understand the motive. I'm not questioning the motive, the story. I'm not questioning the, the character storyline. I'm critiquing Hayden Christensen's portrayal of it, and that being allowed to make it to the final cut without someone being like, "Is anyone going to be like annoyed by this?"
3: Well, see, and that's and that's kind of my thing too. Is like, you know, uh, how much does Hayden control the writing of it? You know, not going to throw George Lucas under the bus. He's a great world, like universe world builder. When it comes to dialogue, it's like, to a certain point, I feel like the actors kind of have to play the hand they're dealt. It's like, what are they going to do? Stand up to George Lucas, you know? So I feel like for what he was given, it's like he's, you know, it's like he, he, he did his best.
1: I get it. You're a, a Hayden Christensen apologist, and you, you're wearing your I Love Hayden t-shirt as we speak
0: uh and that's fine that's hayden fine rules,
2: dude hayden rules i'm sorry but yeah,
0: yeah you guys can all be i on want a t-shirt head. that says hashtag don't be hayden like don't be hayden <laughs> 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 oh yeah no he 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 sucked You sucked right, the that.
2: dialogue's bad because like the whole i hate sand thing that's a rough scene i get it man i get it but overall i think i, I think he did a good job
3: mm. well i think and, and he did like the...
0: good enough
3: <laughs> Honestly. There's, there's that like, scene too where it's like they're in front of the fireplace and she's Anakin's like oh you know I want you but I shouldn't and Padme's like oh well I'm just gonna be gorgeous and then also deny you and it's like okay
0: like I mean I totally get the I totally get him there cause like he's being told by every father or older brother figure in his life don't make attachments but at the same time Natalie Portman's sitting in front of him so it's just really hard mm-hmm. okay so, oh, again, yeah. the, the motives, and, and I'm not, Those. that's not
1: my issue. It's his delivery is the issue. But we can move on from
2: that. I don't think you've been around enough whiny kids, honestly, it sounds like.
1: Uh, no, I No, you know why? Because I was like, you're whiny, and I don't want to be around you. So I'm going <laughs> to fucking go over here with people who are either cool the whole time or are just putting fists through drywall, wearing fox racing hats, drinking monster energy. Those are the only two people I deal with.
2: You hang out with the Kyles of the world. The Kyles. Matt,
0: you need some eyeliner and some MyCam stat.
1: No fucking way.
0: No way. However, I will wear
1: one fishnet armband. No, that's not true. Uh, Hell yeah. Two fishnet (laughs) armbands. Two for everyone. Uh, Good, I'm glad. You know what I like about this? The fact that uh, none of us back down from our opinion. So this is going to be a good show. I'm excited. Um, So Natalie Portman... So I forget who it was. Somebody said Natalie, Natalie Portman was the best part of the movie. Was that uh, tongue in cheek? Logan or brought
0: that- her up, and I said it. I yeah, I'm saying it. She's probably, in my opinion, she is the best part of this movie. She wow. is what was missing from Ragnarok. Like, I don't know. She was she was like primary main character in the first Thor, primary main character in the second Thor, and then just like a little one off line to take her out of the third movie. It's nice to see her back. Mm, mm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, question though for you though. So this is like, this this
1: will uh segue into one of my biggest criticisms of the film. Uh, I thought the introduction of Lady Thor was incredibly forced and had no weight behind it. She was
0: just like, and she's here. Completely agree on that front. Yeah, I will I will say interview. the the beginning montage of everything of of thor with the Guardians, Thor leaving the guardians thor training her reappearing getting cancer semi-fixing cancer with mjolnir it was all just way too much it feels like we should have gotten like a show about her yeah on disney plus before this movie oh that would have been nice yeah
2: yeah, the pacing is definitely off. I That's my one gripe about the movie is it feels like the pacing's just constantly go, 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 go. Like even like midway through the movie when they're taking off on Tooth and and Tooth Smasher, the goats. And it's like, all right, we're going to like the center of the universe to see the gods. And then like the next scene, they're there. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But like I found out it's like it was originally four and a four to four and a half hours, four, five hours long movie. So I feel like Kevin Feige was like, hey, Taika, you got to get this movie down to an hour, and 59 minutes so he's like, all right, we got to cut a lot of shit, so it just felt like, if there was a director's cut, I would love to see that.
1: Which there won't be, because I think I just read that he just dunked on the idea of director's cuts.
3: (laughs) Fair, (laughs) all right. So my favorite part was when Thor said, it's Thorbin time, and just Thorbed all over the place.
1: (laughs) So, here's the thing about that, you're referring to Morbius, right? Yes. I didn't see it. Did that really happen? No. Oh okay. no, that was yeah, internet that bullshit. Okay, that, like, I had yeah. no idea. I've heard it enough times where I've been like, "Is that really in the movie?"
2: It might be really the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, en-
1: enough people from different parts of my life have referenced it, so I feel like it's in the movie.
3: I think that was started on Reddit. I-, I remember hearing one time that that was start. It was like a Reddit meme that like went viral, and then like it because it went viral, more people were talking about Morbius, and then like they re-released it, and it did even worse. Oh, good. Oh, it did they should, they it should like have
0: put the line 000. in. Yeah.
3: They should have re-released it
0: with that line. <laughs> then it would have done fine. Right. Like, exactly. if Sonic is anything to say, like, give the fans what they want, whether it's a joke or not, and we'll be at least semi-happy. That's fair. Um, Back to the debut of Lady Thor with that. I,
1: that, that fucking, so I had a prediction going into the film. Or, at least, no, not a prediction. It was a, it was a hope. It was a fucking, a, like a, shit in my hand, hope. I was like, you know what I really hope we get in this film? Uh, Beta Ray Bill. I was. Oh, cool. I would have sh- fucking stuck my legs in the air and fired a turret out of my ass if Beta Ray Bill showed up. And I thought, when he, when Thor comes back to New Asgard, and they're fighting the, uh, the shadow monsters, and then Valkyrie's like, oh, you're gonna love him, and the hammer, and like a hammer came flying around, I was like, two things went through my head. One, that can't be Lady Thor because to reveal her now would be such a fucking like flash in the pan moment of the movie. And so then I got excited. I was like, "Holy shit, is it Beta Ray Bill?" And it was. It was the two things I didn't want to happen, and I was very disappointed in that moment of the movie. I was very bummed out. She looks great. Lady Thor is very cool, uh, but I that sucked. That sucks so hard.
2: The reveal so, is what sucked is what you're saying or just overall her being Lady Thor?
1: No, just a, just a reveal part. OK,
2: OK. I remember seeing that they actually filmed a scene
3: where it's like, you know, where there's like the tour group and like she's there with her hoodie up and stuff and she looks like hell. And uh, like the, the hammer starts to spark and move and stuff. I remember seeing that they, they actually filmed. That was one of the things that got cut was the, the where the hammer comes together for the first time and she powers up as Lady Thor for the first time.
1: Why? That was one of
3: the things that right. got cut, so they could do the reveal when it flies into her hand during the fight.
1: Oh, they're trying That's... to recapture the fucking Captain America moment.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. She that. she even catches it like Cap? Where she like guides it in instead of just strong arming it?
1: Fuck that. That sucks. What a dumb. What a dumb decision.
2: <laughs> well, and
1: I kind of get it because I
3: feel like they had to do one thing or the other thing. You know what I mean? Well, like they they they're picked not the going to introduce one. her twice.
1: Why? I'll introduce her fifteen times if they're all awesome. Yeah. <laughs> ah that sucks and that and, and you just reminded me of something else too we didn't get to see fucking the triumphant like coming together a fucking meal nor that would have been cool too that would yeah. have been
0: amazing like i was kind of wondering like it's broken how's it gonna get fixed oh it literally just fixes itself with magic and then yeah i i gotta i got a good kind of equal rules and sucks for this so <laughs> no, you gotta pick one that's the rule to show no 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 I have a rules and a sucks I go together. Oh, Mjolnir okay. rules, Stormbreaker sucks. Oh, Stormbreaker
1: cool, bro.
0: No, no no. Stormbreaker is cool in in Avengers. Stormbreaker in this movie is stupid. Uh, when it? Uh, I'll give you that. When it comes at,
1: like in frame, I think that's so fucking funny. When like they're talking about it and then
0: Stormbreaker just That's see I laughed at it and it is funny, but it's f- that is stupid. <laughs> like that is the that is the dumbest part. The whole jealous, weird love triangle thing between Thor and his two, two weapons is just so dumb. I because I very yeah. much
1: enjoyed it, but I I don't know where I w- would begin to
0: defend it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like because if you if you think back to the final battle of Endgame, he wields Stormbreaker and Mjolnir just fine. No jealousy shown. No weird animosity between his dual wielding. But then suddenly, Stormbreaker's jealous of this broken Mjolnir. Now it's just so stupid. Also, Stormbreaker like having a personality. It's it's an axe. <laughs> it, it I feel like it takes away from the badassness of the weapon. Like watching that's fair. watching it originally get forged in like the heart of a dying star, and Thor almost died just to get this weapon to defeat Thanos, and you know uses it to behead Thanos in that in like the future. And then now it's just like a jealous girlfriend. That's it's just fair. silly.
2: That's I good.
3: agree. I thought that sucked. Yeah. And it's well, overshadowed it's like, by yeah, the man. badassness of Mjolnir. Well, right, yeah, because it's like Stormbreaker is supposed to be like this really badass weapon. You know, it's kind of the whole thing, like like in horror movies where it's like, you know, you you don't show the monster until you've shown like what it can do and like how badass it is, and you know, and then you show the monster, and it's like, I don't know, just I feel like the more they showed stormbreaker being this whole jealous girl this whole jealous partner thing it's like oh okay so it used to be fucking awesome (laughs) and now it's a now it's a jealous axe yeah his ex-girlfriend meanwhile mjolnir's out
0: here doing cool things like separating itself taking down multiple enemies coming back together
3: yeah that was cool i like that yeah, I just feel like it took away from the. I, I agree, Alec. I think it took away from the badassness to see it like acting so petty. And it's like, can it just yeah.
0: be an axe? And it it was perfectly hilarious. But I feel like there was enough comedy in the movie that Stormbreaker didn't need to be funny too. Yeah, let me ask you this: with it
1: going from the first Thor to where we are now, do you think that we? I've I've asked this before in other shows. Do you think that the MCU or Thor in particular are are stepping too much into the comedic angle of their movies. Like, do you think it's becoming too much of like a like a slapstick farce versus having any weight of like legitimacy?
2: I don't think so because that's why everyone shits on DC. It's too serious. It's too broody, It's too dark. Marvel being more more funny, more fun. It's by Disney, so it's going to be more child friendly in general. I think is a, a okay thing. Also, like. With the two Thor movies, they're very much Taika Waititi's style. They're that constant comedy, the weird jokes, the awkward, you know, interactions and stuff. That's that's very Taika. If you've seen any of his other movies. Um, so I think that's a lot of, of him. If you look at like the Russo brothers with the Captain America ones, there's comedy in it, but it's still serious. So I think it's just director by director there, especially with phase four. The directors have more freedom. It feels like, like with Multiverse of Madness, that's pretty much a horror movie. Because uh, whoever directed it, you know, he had a lot of, thank you. Sam Mm -hmm. Raimi had a lot of freedom with it. It looks like Taika had a ton of freedom with this. That's why it's more comedy based. And I think Thor can be a very good comedy comedic character because in the comics, he takes himself so seriously in the first two movies. He's very serious, you know, so getting to see him have some levity and some personality is great. I think I'm all for it. Yeah. It makes him more relatable, you know, because like, what do I have in common with like a
3: space God? Right. But like, I can relate. (laughs) <laughs> As a guy that has a brother that historically has been kind of a doofus, you know, but like he's got a good heart and he's trying hard. Like, so, you know, it's like you can, I don't know, like when you boil it down to his essence, I think I feel like that's what Tyke is kind of doing. So he's taking these characters and boiling them kind of down to their essence. And then it's like, like, that's where you can relate to them, you know?
1: Yeah, I just
2: it's still I making money too. like, it's not going to change It's making money, bud.
1: No, I know. It's just, I don't know. I, I get nervous with it. It's not that I, d- I don't enjoy it, and I just sometimes, I get, like, sometimes I want, like, something legit to fucking happen, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. This, this is no longer funny.
0: Um,
2: I think that's a phase four problem in general, because we still don't know who's the big overarching villain going forward.
0: Yeah, like, what's the story? Like, like connecting story for everything.
2: Yeah, it, it still feels like they're trying to set up something without anything being set up. So I think once they do get the ball rolling with either Krang or Dr. Doom, I think we'll see a serious movie for uh, sure. Kang. Kang. Sorry. I, was, <laughs> I got a couple Ninja Turtles earlier today. So.
1: Yeah.
2: Avengers. <laughs> I'd be here for it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I would too. Very much.
3: <laughs> so I got a, this rules and this sucks that kind of like Alex, they kind of go together. Yeah. So in the comics, Gore is one of my favorite villains oh yeah he's so fucking because cool. he's so fucking cool oh my god he's like i so i, I just kind of like let's let's take that for a sec like i love comic book villains that can kind of change the hero's mind you know mm. like they, they're able to kind of like break the mold that the hero set up uh for like their beliefs and stuff so like a heath kill, ledger's like, joker does that for um you know for batman killmonger yeah it's able to change uh, Black Panther's mind, you know, like I feel like those are the the best villains, the ones that like even after they're already defeated, they've left that sting, you know. And so with Gore, it's like he's able to in the comics, at least He it's like Thor finds out what he's doing and killing all these gods and why and stuff. And eventually he like becomes unworthy of Thor because Nick Fury tells him Gore was right. that The gods aren't doing enough to help people. And uh, that's enough to convince Thor to be like, I'm not worthy, and then he can't pick up the hammer anymore. I love that; it's so neat because eventually he gets worthy again. You know, it's right. like once once he can't pick up the hammer, that's when it kind of transfers to Jane Foster, and that's where you get Mighty Thor.
1: And, and that like was just
3: spoiled
2: like four different comic book stories there too. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: well, that they're 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 listen. If I've read them, then they're very old.
2: It is like eight years old. Yeah, I'll get yeah. That, but.
1: but that's such a good plot point that i was shocked we didn't get yeah i couldn't believe i thought this was going to be like you're saying the setup for like the next 3 thor movies of the fact that he's not worthy and we get lady thor and i i don't know why i i very mistakenly thought that we'd get more than one lady thor movie um i when she spoiler alert obviously we've already talked about a million things but you know when she dies at the end i was like oh yeah i guess it would make sense that um what's her face wouldn't like sign on for like a seven movie deal um but that's such a great arc it's such a great arc for thor and i can't believe they just glossed over it
3: right and that's that's kind of leading into my like this sucks part of it because like so I love Gore as a villain. I love what he stands for. I love his weapon, his look, everything. Um I it sucks that he's only a one-off villain. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Cuz he's so cool and it's like, oh, they could they could have done so much more with it, you know? Like he could totally be like like a recurring kind of villain that pops up in the background, you know, like killing gods off in the periphery. And it's just yeah. I just wanted more Gore.
0: Yeah, why is Zemo the one that gets to reoccur out of all the villains? Why is it Zemo? (laughs) Yeah, he's the only one that to to stay alive. alive. (laughs) I
1: love I love Zemo uh, in the MCU. I love that guy who plays him. I think he's so funny.
2: Bouncing off your point, Ben, I think they wasted Christian Bale. Yeah, Uh, he's such a great actor, and Gore got such little screen time of talking. Like he's got the opening scene. He did really good. It was kind of weird how he's like. Oh, this god's a dick. I'm going to murder every god in the universe now. It's like, I get it. He was poisoned by the Necro Sword. But it's like, ah, it's kind of a big jump to kill them all. But then, like, we don't see him again until he invades Asgard. And he doesn't really talk. And then he talks to the kids in the cage. And then we get the end where he, they fight. It's like, you have Christian Bale as Gore. Like, fucking use him a little bit. But again, that could yeah. be an editing issue for sure.
3: Right. Like, yeah. show him off. You know? Like, yeah. I, we, I we mean, we that, needed to see other why thing. he the was only... dangerous. <laughs> Well, and the only god he kills on the screen is in the first ten minutes, yeah. right? And he's Gore, the God Butcher. The only—I should say—the only god that you see him kill is within the first ten minutes, and mm-hmm. it's like let's get a couple of scenes showing him just like kicking some gods' asses, you know? Yeah, he's got the like, sword. Let's, him-
2: <laughs> let's see him chop off Lady Stiff's arm, like yeah. yeah, right. When
0: they when they went to Eternity, it feels like Gore should have showed up there and just wrecked shit and like thor and company and maybe one or two other gods had to escape like super quick like grab the lightning bolt and get out and make a plan and gore's just like destroying all the gods that would have been a slightly better way to do it oh, you mean uh olympus oh no you said eternity no eternity yeah the, the city of the gods that they go to is called eternity
2: what a, what a- yeah, i think that would have been better because it was kind of smash and grab it's like you guys like are kind of the bad guy here i get it like it's yeah. specified but Gore should have like that, showed
0: up, beheaded yeah. Zeus, and then they just kind of grab the lightning bolt and and, and have to run because you know I don't know and he with takes that, control. You can still
2: introduce Hercules at the end, which is like what they're like pining for. Which Hercules is such like a C-list.
1: Yeah, hero. why? Like, what the fuck <laughs> was that? Like who
3: cares yeah. about
2: Hercules? He's not been relevant since it's like seventy two. <laughs>
3: <laughs> also, this is like such a semantics thing too. But like you know, if they're going for Greek pantheon, it's Heracles. How hard is it to say, right? it, please? Hercules right? is like the Roman I'll, Romanified version of it. Not in my it's like, well, America. What fucking
0: Disney? You did it twice, right? <laughs> yeah. I know, poor Hercules.
1: Man. Um, yeah, but going going back on Gore, I thought uh, Gore has a huge rules for me. Uh, Christian Bale crushed it. That, and I totally agree with you, Logan. They fucking just squandered Christian Bale in that role completely away that that scene when he's talking to the children that like gave me like uh what is it hans christian anderson from friggin' um the opening of uh inglorious bastards mm. um it gave me those like feels of like this is very tense and he's just like telling a story um it was awesome and no that's it i'm done i'm done
0: it does make me wonder if it was just like uh, scheduling issues, because he was working on another project, the the Black Phone or whatever, that horror movie about the little boy that gets kidnapped. Because he oh. plays the serial killer in that, and it makes me wonder if oh, like maybe it? he was doing both at the same time. Pretty sure it's Christian Bale in that. I
3: gotcha. That would make sense. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I love the villain, love the actor, always could use
2: more of it, thought it sucked that the, the amount that we got was not adequate for me
1: totally agree i agree
2: can i say a rules because we've been pretty down on this movie i just want to say a rules really no quick. <laughs> fuck this
0: movie. oh no, go ahead real quick it's not it's ethan hawk my bad okay
2: oh, you, oh. you dick butt um a rules when they're in the shadow world in that black and white scene oh, where they're fighting yeah. that was cinematically very well shot that was really fucking cool yeah no i when he's like yeah, when he's like, like, oh, call the call the axe, call the axe, and he's like torturing uh, Jane. It's like, oh my god, this is like that was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That whole that whole sequence was so cool.
3: I really like too. Like, and I, I saw that online. This is getting a little bit of flack, but the part at the end where you have all the kids and Thor gives them like some of his power to fight the monsters. I loved that whole scene too. Watching these kids just rip these fucking monsters apart. I I laughed See? out loud. Like like. Out loud, you know, in the theater, when there was that kid with the with like the bear or whatever, oh, just standing it's like there. fucking zapping people. Yeah, I
0: thought that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. I loved that. <laughs> See, I hated that. <laughs> really? I thought that was too cringy. It was. It awesome. was just so weird. If Thor just has the ability to give other people his powers, why didn't he do it in the beginning of the movie? <laughs> yeah, during New Asgard, where he's like all these people right? being slaughtered. Like, don't let the kids get <laughs> taken to begin with. Yeah, it's like, uh, quick, uh, everyone's Thor, go. Give us like a one-off line where it's like, oh, I didn't know I could do that until I knew I could do it or something like that. Yeah, I don't
1: know. it does kind of like um, ask a lot to be, uh, you know, forgotten to the fact of, oh, he could just do that? I didn't even know he could do that. I've never seen him do that before.
3: I'll give you that they they could have included like like a thirty second fifteen second lion or scene that could set that up earlier in the movie. But I loved the entire yeah. the entire fight. I thought it was awesome. It's like get it. These kids have been stuck in a cage the whole time. Like get yours, you know.
0: Now see, my favorite part about the the whole movie that people seem to hate on is the goats.
1: Oh, I love the I goats. I love I Cooley thought.
0: Nasherd. I thought the inclusion of the goats in that stupid scream was the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. Yeah. Every time they screamed, I busted up laughing. I Don't care. It was just so funny. I think it's Tooth Grinder in Tooth
2: National. Tooth Grinder, that's it. Thank you. Yep.
0: Don't want to disparage the goats. I think you mean, ah! And, ah! Oh, it was the best. Every time yeah. they appeared on screen and screamed, it was just hilarious. You no, know, I heard that down in... Alabama, they
3: reference it only as Grinder and Nasher
0: because they don't have any teeth.
3: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: I will stand up for my toothless brethren. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, they were great. I was I, so he usually has only tooth uh, Nasher with him, he usually rides him through space. So I was pleased to see both of them um, in the movie but uh yeah no that was fun and then they also hit did the ship uh what do you guys thought what do you guys think about Valkyrie Valkyrie's character and her her arc there
2: yeah i always like valkyrie um I, I feel like she didn't like she got a, enough screen time but also it felt like she didn't really do anything maybe i'm it, wrong maybe I'm not when they
0: introduced her in Ragnarok it felt like she was kind of like a non-romantic replacement for jane foster mm so to have them both in the film and then focusing back on Jane Foster, I feel like Valkyrie got just a little shafted in like not having too much to do. Which like they they were like here, you wield the lightning bolt and all that. So that was all right, but I feel like she could have had like a more prominent role in the movie than just being like, Oh, she's along for the ride. I went in kind of assuming that she was gonna die.
3: You know, I figured I was like, all right, someone's <laughs> going to die in this movie. It's a Thor movie. It is you know, going to be not opiary. allowed to have not allowed to have family. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I assumed that she was going to die and then she got wounded and I was like, oh shit, here it is. Here it is. This is it. You know, big emotional scene for Thor losing his buddy. And then she gets healed and it's like, oh, well, all right, this is fine. I mean, she's good. You know, I'm not complaining or anything. It's just, yeah. Threw me for a loop there for a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, and then, I thought she was fine. I did not really have much of an opinion on her. I thought she was like... Uh, right, she's just kind of there. Yeah. Like, uh, if she wasn't in the film, I probably wouldn't have even noticed. Um, which, I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, but Korg,
0: oof. Love me some Korg. I love Korg. He's hilarious. And I got real sad for like a split second. Me too.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought, I'm like, oh, Tycho would kill himself in his own fucking movie. <laughs>
0: When that was happening, he was like,
2: "Oh, I'm
1: perishing." It was, yeah. <laughs>
2: it
1: was, so, it was
3: so funny. Anyone else notice that his his uh, friend at the end, his his love interest at the end, Dwayne Dwayne the Rock? Yes, uh. mm-hmm. and he had a good mustache
1: too. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> that was one of those I didn't catch it at first, and then I was thinking about it on the drive home from the theater, and I was like, "Ha!"
1: <laughs> and someone's like, <laughs> "Someone's like, what?" And you're like, "Oh, sorry." Oh. I was thinking about something from two hours ago.
0: I just want to. I just want to phase one through so far. Recap done by Korg, and then the the friend from Ant Man, whose name I can't think of. Oh yeah. I just want a conversation between the two that recaps the whole MCU thus far. Yeah, no,
1: for sure. That I don't know. I re- I don't remember the guy's name either, but he's 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 good. Um. So, trying to. So yeah, what did we touch? So. Thor's good what do you think about the guardian scenes in the beginning yeah i,
2: I thought, thought they were it, good just kind of rushed you know again kind of wasted but i get like it's like they're gonna get their own movie so i get like you're only there for a little bit
3: i thought it uh i don't know i mean i i always like seeing guardians of the galaxy but also i mean at the end of like the last avengers movie Thor goes off with them and it's like, all right, time for some adventures. And then he leaves the guardians at the start of this one. And it's like, just where are
0: the, where are the adventures? Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's been a little while, like for them, they've been traveling together for, you know, a a few years at this point. I think it shows some of their adventures, like saving planets and whatnot, Thor's training montage and all that. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I I thought this was going to be a much
1: more guardians involved movie than it was.
3: Yeah. Well. Plus, like, there's that whole like um, I don't know if you call it a monologue, but that whole scene with um, Thor and Star Star Lord, where like I-, I just thought that monologue didn't sound like that character. You know?
1: No i I hear you. No, I totally agree. I, I, something felt off watching that, and I was like, something's something's weird here. And I I knew they were like, it seemed to me like they were purposely going for the way that that dialogue was being delivered back and forth. There's no way that that wasn't deliberate. Um so I was like, "Oh, okay. They're trying to make it like a like a cheesy '80s action flick." Okay, um, but it just felt weird. I agree. The um, so I also didn't think there were very, like uh, I can't remember. I could just be forgetting, but I don't remember too many like holy shit action moments from the film.
0: You know, the on- only one I can think of is when you like when you see Jane wielding Mjolnir and the way it, like it's still broken the way she can separate it and then like bring it back together. I think that was like I was like, "Oh, well, that's fucking cool." Yeah, but it's there's no like um when Winter Soldier catches the
1: motorcycle like yeah, like that was like, "Whoa, that's cool." Um and I would have thought there would have been bigger bigger opportunities for moments like that in a Thor in a Thor movie or maybe I'm just like completely jaded and desensitized to it. <laughs>
3: I think it would have been cool like a moment for that could have been when she caught the hammer during the fight but then they spoiled that in the trailer and it's like oh well i already know that that's happening you know yeah like i don't know i think that that reveal could have been bigger if they hadn't already shown it you know and i feel like that's something i've noticed too like like it seems like there's a trend in trailers where they either don't show you anything or they show you basically the entire movie
1: yeah uh i thought mcu was past that I thought I was safe to watch MCU trailers until this.
0: Yeah. So, like, think of how much cooler... uh, Spoiler for Doctor Strange too, if you haven't seen it, too bad. Think of how much cooler it would have been had the word Illuminati not been mentioned and had we not heard Professor X's voice in the first trailer, or, like, the second trailer. Right. It would have been so much cooler having the Illuminati in it and, like, all the other reveals were cool and everything, but it would have been nice not knowing... Patrick Stewart's in it, like that would have been pretty sweet, also not to like
1: I don't know talk about a different movie that's not the subject matter of this show, but uh, <laughs> i every day I get more angry at h- how that Illuminati scene was done because they they introduced all these heroes and then were like, oh yeah, they're easily defeatable like they they take they took away all their f- like potential like kickassery, yeah. just immediately.
2: I mean, to be fair, Scarlet Witch is a super badass, though. Like, yeah. she wiped out almost all the mutants by saying "no more mutants." Like, she's capable of of that fight. I, I think, honestly,
1: I know that, but it's bad booking, like from a wrestling, <laughs> wrestling <laughs> yes. standpoint. Yes. <laughs> yes. <It's, laughs> I'll go with you there. Yeah, it's incredibly bad booking. You can get to that point, like that's your payoff. There's there's no, but there was no buildup. There was no like, oh shit, like black bolt might actually destroy it i was like oh it's over it's she's done it's over everything's done um and they're if they're gonna like <laughs> lean into bringing on john Kuz, uh, kaczynski as mr fantastic i don't like i kind of already don't give a shit
0: they the director kind of or not direct, someone i don't remember who the interview was it might have been the director it might have been uh kevin feige uh basically said we need a uh, we need someone for this film, and since we're doing like a whole multiversal thing, why not just bring in John Krasinski because the fans have been wanting it for years? So there's a good chance that he's not going to be Reed Richards in the actual Fantastic Four like how can they main movie?
3: I mean, it's a multiverse, right? They could have yeah, just brought in Danny DeVito and oh, been shit. like, "Oh, <laughs> this is Earth six, One Six or whatever." Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so 42? like. They're not. They're basically not tying themselves to John Krasinski, but they're also kind of being like, "Hey, you guys have been wanting this for years. Have a little bit." I think that's a bad idea
1: because now it's like, if they, if they do uh, book somebody else as Mister Fantastic, there's gonna be like, "What the
2: fuck? I thought it was John Krasinski."
1: Yeah, people are gonna
0: pretty much hate it yeah, <laughs> right I off the want back.
2: That actor, yeah, you're gonna get mud slung so hard. I yeah.
0: I, I do gotta say if they do. Like Fantastic Four and it's not John Kaczynski, they should cast a black actor for Reed Richards because they made Kang black in the Loki show. And that's supposed to be like a different version of Reed's son, grandson, something like that. I don't know. Possible spoilers. Maybe not. They might change it all. Who knows? Uh,
1: Yeah, I see where you're going with that. I don't think that would go over very well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I do do understand your logic as far as uh, casting Kang
3: uh yeah what else what else something i Uh, loved the whole ending scene with where he like becomes like dad thor i thought that was great
0: and like the reasoning for the title of the movie yeah Yeah, i thought that was perfect
3: well yeah plus it's like i don't know it's i I thought it was cool i thought it was cool first off that like they got his actual kid like that that girl is like his daughter you know like Chris hensworth's daughter and then they showed like an inkling of her power when she like zaps the frying pan. It's kind of like, I feel like it's the, the baby from uh, Incredibles where it's like, <laughs> they should be like myth of what this kid can do. And it's like, okay, that's actually pretty neat. You know, like you're curious about him. I just, yeah, it's like, I don't know, like his, his natural born family is basically dead. And so it's like, he, uh, I don't know, like the hole that he feels like is filled by being a parent I, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty cool,
1: yeah, no, I agree that was that was a a cool scene. um it was crazy that they brought her back. Well, I mean, like not crazy, but it was just I don't know that that opening scene with Gore. I was like, ooh, I hate this. um <laughs> i I don't like I mean, I'm just like on a totally different perspective for a scene like that now I'm like I don't Being like these dad, scenes anymore. Yeah, yeah it's like, fucking... Nah, I
2: can't do this. <laughs>
1: I, man, before I was like, yeah, fucking chop her head off. And now I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, if a single, if, if if this daughter doesn't get the, the toy she wants,
0: I'm going to cry about it. And you know, uh, it's nice seeing the bad guy win, but not in like a horrible, horrible way. Right, yeah.
3: Well, yeah, because how many movies does that happen? I feel like hardly any, right? We, like, ha- where the we had Infinity
0: War. Wins. We had Infinity War where Thanos won, but like and that was like a huge holy shit. So now it's like, oh, the bad guy's going to win again. Oh, damn. Is this going to be like as bad as Infinity War is gore going to go around killing a bunch of people after this? Right. But then it's just like, oh, no. He just gets what he wants and everyone's somewhat happy in the end.
1: <laughs> everyone's okay.
0: Yeah. Uh
1: yeah, okay. Let's uh so what I want to like one one final thing I want to ask is I mean, I really didn't, right? This kind of bothered me. And I don't know if, again, if I'm being too much that guy, I feel like not a lot of these these things are moving the MCU needle as far as storyline goes. We talked about it earlier with the fact that we don't know what the phase four Big Bad is, if there even will be one, um, or like what it's setting up to. But did anyone. If I Heat s-
2: said in the next few months, we'll see the Big Bad. That's what he said. So, uh, Black Panther or uh, Ant Man, most likely, we'll see the big bad. Uh, My money's on Ant Man. Really? Yeah, I think yeah. in that one they're gonna sh- yeah they'll
3: show like the whole quantum realm, Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, I feel like that that would be like the most sense to put it in there since they're they already deal with like time travel, kind of.
1: Right. Yeah, it kind of has to be Kang, right? I can't I can't see I can't see it being anybody else, but. If that's the case, what do they do with Doom? They just sit on them for, like, fucking 12 movies?
2: They got the, the mutants, too. Like, where, where are they going to bring them in, you know? Right. I mean,
0: there's, there is a there's a little bit of a teaser at the end of the Miss Marvel show that kind of could be leading into something, but I don't want to spoil that because that did just come out. Yeah, I, I heard about that. I haven't watched it yet. Um,
1: I also heard in the Moon Knight show, there's, like, a scene where you can see Castle Doom in it. I don't know. It could be pure speculation. Can we just take a sec? So, have you
3: guys seen Miss Marvel?
1: No, only the first episode. I have like a decent problem with the Miss Marvel show already. I haven't even watched it.
3: I loved it. I just so I work with teenagers, and every word that comes out of this girl's mouth sounds like something I would hear in my classroom or have heard in my classroom. <laughs> I've heard, you know, I've heard on the internet, people like, "Oh, it's cringy," and it's like, "Yeah, have you met a teenager?" It's supposed <laughs> to know? be cringy; like, it's supposed to be. They're playing this like to the T. And the and the the main the main actor, I, I heard her, Iman something. She's just like such a charming personality. Like, I don't know, I, I feel like the show is just very charming. You know, I can sit and I can watch it and enjoy it you know and it's not too heavy it's like i can make a bag of popcorn and watch it and it's just like i just i like the characters you know and they all seem like they're having a fun time and the plot's fine i, I don't know
1: yeah, yeah i enjoyed it they made a lot of changes to the character and i under, I, I watched an it oh someone told me about an interview that explained why they made all the changes and like i i do understand it and it's like okay but i don't know i liked miss marvel's
0: comic book powers versus whatever the hell she does in the show for for the most part she does the same thing with the powers like makes her fists bigger um stretches out and grabs stuff the only major difference is instead of like stretching out to swing around the city she like steps on little platforms but otherwise fighting wise she does the same thing she just uses it to make big fists and like punch stuff and put a shield up in front of her it's just a also, different source.
2: Also, Matt, we're in the multiverse. Like they they've covered themselves. Yeah, come on, to, man. They don't have to stick to <laughs> the comic book. It's like, oh no, this is this universe's version of Miss Marvel or or whoever. I yeah. will never concede that. It's that a it's a good been way. A big for like twelve years, bro. It's <laughs> it's a good way to
0: connect her to Captain Marvel too, having a more energy based power. So I, I do know, I kinda like it. There is also, a scene like the in the flop. final fight.
2: you can't make her inhuman. it flops so hard, you know oh, I, know,
0: yeah. but I really like the inhumans <sighs> There is a scene I- in the final fight that she like that you can really feel like oh yeah she's she is Miss Marvel now. this is basically her right out of the comics, whether it's her skin stretching or just like a glowing avatar around her hand. It's kind of cool.
1: Uh, I don't know it's, it, does she does she throw out doesn't she like throw out like
0: energy blast now? Um, not so much later on. It's it's like she has to get a master of these powers to really understand how she's supposed to be using them. And to start off with, it's just kind of like surges of energy coming out of her oh, as she's trying to figure it out. Okay, because when I watched the trailer and they like showed that, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, <laughs> and it, they do a really good job of like including a lot of like her like like Pak no, is it Pakistani? Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Pakistani culture in it and like reasoning for her powers and all this kind of stuff and it it's it's really good i've i've heard good things about it from people of that culture and i've also i also can see the influence in the movie and it's it's nice
3: yeah i enjoyed it i think that's a good way to put it like as far as shows go it's nice you know
0: yeah
2: you know matt i was as mad about stuff like that that like you were but then i got a girlfriend and i no longer <laughs> mad about stuff like
3: that huh? You just got to become a dungeon master, Matt. Someday. listen. <laughs> that is I'm, <laughs> path.
1: Guys, I'm working on it, okay? I'm learning to read, okay? That's step one.
0: And then um, I'm going to get off. Then got to buy some dice.
1: Like yeah. That's step two. Well, I got to save up to buy dice, because I am also poor on top of everything else that's wrong
0: with
1: me. Um,
2: you can't be Bruce Wayne and poor. On the other show we did with the gaming one, the joke was you were Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who am I? I'm a different person on every show. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, speaking of having a different it's a multiverse
1: of mats yeah that's right you never
3: (laughs) know (laughs) (laughs) what they ought to do what i'm rooting for is the devito cut so it's the exact same show as miss marvel but every it's it's in the universe where every character is played by danny devito except for danny devito who's cameoed as uh andrew garfield (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) um yeah but thor love and thunder I felt it was it's just completely isolated. It didn't really do much of anything as far as moving the overarching story. So I I I don't know. I I love the phase 1 so much because of all those. Those were so fucking cool and we've just never gotten that again really. Um, like one movie leading into the next and it was like fuck and it's just
2: ah, man and you saw cameo's a thanos in a couple of those movies it's like oh he's smiling oh he's grabbing love yes
0: yeah 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 that's true and then they and then they back it up to where like oh hey this happens to be this infinity stone and this happens to be this infinity stone and it all comes together uh chef's kiss like we'll never get that again
3: well, it's it's kind of the same problem that the show Supernatural ran into. Like they had five seasons of story and it all leads up to a fight with the devil. And so then like it was popular enough where they brought it on for another season. And the main <laughs> writer was like, well, I had five seasons. I told my story. So Eric Kripke, I'm pretty sure he's the same guy that does the boys now. Mm-hmm. He like went and did yeah. something else. And it's like, how do we have a villain worse than the devil? And so the show just <laughs> flounders for like three seasons And they try, and what they try is not as good as the devil, you know? The actor was on point, the dialogue was on point, uh, the story was on point, you know? And I feel like that's kind of where they're at now. It's like they've had such a buildup and such, like, a climactic several fights with Thanos leading up to, like, the big, awesome, holy shit moment. And it's like, where do we go from here? Like, how do we get a villain as iconic or awesome or, like, like, as Thanos, you know? It's almost like they have to do a hard reset which I feel like what all this has been, you know, it's kind of a hard reset to like reestablish a new normal with these, uh, with these Marvel characters and stuff. And then at some point they're going to build up and Kang will be the new, like the Thanos for this bit, but it takes a bit of setup to get there. I feel like.
1: Yeah. And I feel like to like, uh, Logan's point earlier with, um, just burning out Thor. Like they've, they've gone through some like decent size fucking villains already. Uh, like, Apocalypse is for the for the mutants. Like he's that's toast. They
2: wasted Oscar there. Holy shit!
0: Yeah, they did.
1: Yeah, and it's like, but Apocalypse is a big deal, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that one's gone. Uh, even uh, what's his face from the first Guardians, uh, Ronan the Accuser, is a big deal, mm-hmm. and he's gone. <laughs> it's like okay, um,
2: Winter Soldier, uh, Red Skull, they're gone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, we soldiers still there, but he's not a villain, you know.
1: Right, but I don't know. Are they Thanos level? No, no, no. But they could have been something more than they were. Um, but yeah, no. So all right, let's uh, let's give some final rulings here, uh, Logan. What a movie! The movie overall rule sucks.
2: God, this is like such a middle ground movie. I feel I it's hard <laughs> to take one. I mean, the one thing I want to say that sucked at the end, um. Where Thor is fighting Gore by himself with the kids, and he's still getting his ass kicked, and Jane's like, ah, "I can get there in thirty seconds with Molnir. It's like, the, "What's the fucking point of the fucking Rainbow Bridge?" Like, what's like if if Mjolnir can get across the universe in eight seconds, why do you need the 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 what do they call it? Not the Rainbow Bridge. What do they the call Bifrost. It, The Bifrost. The Bifrost. Thank you. Yikes. It's like wh- like, so that was a little, that was my only thing where I'm like, fuck, um, overall, like it has a good soundtrack. The fights are decent. I enjoyed the comedy a lot. It's, it's a Taika Waititi movie and I love him so much ever since like what we do in the shadows. So for that, I'm biased. I'm going to say it's a, it's a more rules than suck. So I guess it's a rule. I would say it's worth a watch for sure.
0: All right. We got one rules. Uh, Alec. Hard rules. Like Hard I, rules. I came out of this movie happy. And, like, excited for more Marvel, more Thor, more everything. I went into it excited and I came out excited. So that's, it rules. Even if it has its, like, little faults here and there, overall, it's a great movie. Like, it's a solid, like, seven and a half, eight. It rules. All right. Uh,
3: Ben. I'm in the same boat. Hard rules. I loved it. Thor's my favorite Avenger. I'm a huge simp for Lady Thor. (laughs) I just uh yeah, I am one hundred percent on board this train. All right. Uh and as
1: for myself, I'll I'm with Logan on it. Um I'm gonna say it's ultimately it rules. Uh just it crests over that it, it's it's very middle of the road for me. I didn't I, I laughed. I had a great time watching it. I just I have a lot to be desired for my Marvel movies. Um so that's that's just where I'm at, but yeah, I mean, it ruled. I didn't uh, have any huge fuck this movie gripe, um, so that's that's about the the most I can ask for.
2: It's the second best Thor movie, I can say that.
0: Yeah, I liked Ragnarok more.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, we all agree with that. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah Ra- Ragnarok was like Ragnarok was almost perfect.
1: Yeah, that was that was real good. Hella was awesome in that. Uh, I I mean, honestly, I felt more of a threat from Hela than... Uh... Than from Gore.
0: Yes, yeah. very much. Because her first, her first like on-screen thing it. she does is shatter Mjolnir, and it's like, that's major. Yes. It's great.
2: It, it, she destroys <laughs> Asgard's army, you know? Like, you yeah. see how badass she is. You don't really get to yeah. see that with Gore.
0: Yeah, that's,
3: yeah. yeah. Did you figure that she could have killed Gore? Like, if we were to pit those two villains against oh, each other, who do you easy. think would come out on
2: top? It took yeah. fucking Sur- Surtur to kill hella so i think yeah
0: yeah she could she could have handled gore in an instant i think i think the sword would have been like oh she's cooler and just left gore and gone to Hella instead that's a good
3: point
1: (laughs) yeah true
0: get out of here nerd
1: (laughs) you and your nose (laughs) yeah you and your voldemort looking ass uh (laughs) yeah no i i i totally agree but uh no this was fun thanks uh thanks guys for for doing the first uh make fun network presents on uh on turrets here absolutely
2: thank you yeah. Sir.
1: Yeah. thanks for having us uh
0: yeah, thanks Definitely. plug your
2: stuff what's uh Logan? plug your stuff what's going on uh so uh still making dice still making resin stuff uh follow me on tiktok or instagram at hey yo logan to see there. commissions will be opening up soon also my web store will be opening up soon uh so, follow me there to stay up to date. Uh, I'll let the guys plug Lost Legends because I need something to plug. Um, I also have another podcast that not on the network at the moment. I don't No, it's not. Uh, Godzilla Destroy All podcast. That's still going on, still going strong. It's once a month, so it's really easy to get caught up. Yeah,
1: that's a, a great show, which I still would like to be on at some point.
2: I'll get you on there, buddy. I, well, hey. <laughs> let we we me know. do have an episode we need to do. Um, we plan to do It's a uh, witch. Ah, uh, Mecha Godzilla would win in a fight between Showa and Kiryu, and we had a third person lined up to come on because they're unbiased. But then they like dropped off the face of the earth. I thought you were going to so, say became biased.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then they watched a movie and now they have yeah. an opinion. Well,
2: yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think Matt, you'd be a good one for that. If we have you on as a third as Chuck and I argue over which gods- Mechagodzilla oh, God. is
1: better. I live to moderate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, You're perfect for it then.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, I. I love arguments. I love debates and I love seeing I I, listen. I I like pointing out the flaws in both arguments regardless of what I think. So (laughs) I love moderating. Uh, yeah. Alec, Ben, what do you guys got going on? Well, I, uh,
3: I've been working on a, um, uh, it's like a collection of short stories here for the last while. Oh, cool. Uh, editing's a bitch. Um, it's all short horror stories. Um, I actually, so I had kind of a breakthrough here like a couple months ago. I entered, and it, and it wasn't even like a horror story. I entered a contest where it was a funny story contest. You had a thousand words or less uh, to tell a funny story. Not like a joke, but like like an actual narrative, you know? And I ended up getting first place on it. It was a $100 cash prize. that was like, Ooh, that's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I told the, the story of the time in college where we, uh, we borrowed the chicken suit for uh, Chuck's birthday. Brought it to his house and stuff and clucked and all that. And then afterwards, like we had like a half hour before we had to take it back because the, the store closed at nine, you know. And so we took it. We took it to KFC first and then and then took it back. And it was <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs>
2: <So> <laughs> your so post. Getting that, that, that's getting published is what you're trying to lead up to, right? Oh, it is published.
3: Yeah, that that uh, particular great. story is published. Yeah, that was part of the contest. Yep, yep. Cool, But then, you know, the the other side project, the main project with that being the side project is the short horror stories Um, kind of thing that I'm trying to do with it. Not to take up too much more time, but like it's all they're all set in North America, which I think is important because a lot of horror has like European roots. And I think North America has a lot of scary shit in it. And so, yeah, every story is set uh, in in North America, like some in the United States. There's a couple in Canada. Uh, There's one right down near the border of Mexico um yeah i'm just feeling really good about it it's just trying to edit it you know like i'll go back to stuff that i wrote a while back and be like man who wrote this garbage you know and like really try and fix it up i got a couple of friends here uh that um, are willing to like proofread and stuff but i I also like i don't know crippling self-doubt i feel like anything i share with them is wasting their time and it's just yeah it's been a whole thing so at some point knock on wood in the future you know it'd be cool to get that published
1: Oh yeah, dude. Well, best of luck with that. Thank
3: you,
0: uh, Alec. What do you got going? I am on a wonderful podcast called Lost Legends: Tales of Thern. It is a D and D live play podcast DM'd by Ben Truly, and starring Logan Truly and me, Truly, and two other Trulies. Oh, very so, nice. You know, come check that out. Hell yeah! And uh,
1: currently, the only other show I do is Encyclocomica. Uh, the that comes out on Wednesdays is we do a deep dive on the super guys and gals and and many other things where we take a comic book character and, and explore them with a you know a few touchstones of, of of uh information about them origin major arcs villains yada 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 it's a lot of fun so encyclocomica, you can find that on the Make Fun Network as well also go to facebook.com slash Make Fun Network there you can become a fun butt and enjoy all the the ins and outs of the things that we do there, and the things that we will be doing there, as as things start to uh, ramp back up with different projects in the works, including this show, and then uh, another show soon to be uh, announced and released. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's it, guys. Any any final words? Well, every snake
3: is a snake on a plane to a flat earther. <laughs>
1: All right, on that, we're going to definitely close the show out for sure. Uh, again, thanks. Uh, uh, big thank you to the Dirty Water Boys here. Uh, I'm Matt, and uh, this is the first time we're ending a Mayflow Network Presents, so I got to come up with a tagline. Uh, and I'll say uh, uh, don't do that.